This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. All right. So, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are a grooming podcast. You want to just start over? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> we are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. She's learning how to edit, guys. So, like, she just doesn't want to make more work for herself later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying this little tactic of writing down our time so like sometimes we like take pauses or breaks or whatever and we clap and when i clap i'm gonna look to see when we clapped so i can write it down so i can like easily yeah we're just trying this out so we'll see yeah i'm not a match master uh editor like my husband is but he's in school and babies and he works and he takes call and he sounds like a total asshole he's abandoning us <laughs> <laughs> he might actually be let to help me with this episode so it'll be it'll be uh quite the thing but so yeah um let's like do some updates on our life because last couple times we've been doing the podcast we've been doing bulk episodes and so since we did the interview we couldn't do a bulk episode so we're doing an individual episode and so like you kind of just like hear a rundown of everything and then we like get into a topic kind of so now like we can like kind of go back to our old roots a little bit and talk about what's been going on this past month yeah Yeah, so my babies are waking up. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I'll go first, and then you can go. Um, Cause what? Don't forget to mention your hand. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so um, let's see what has been going on with me. Um, I have been preparing to go back to work and not happy about it yeah you've pushed the date back two weeks right uh yeah the goal was to start in the beginning of march like march 9th yeah yeah now i'm starting at the end of march actually this upcoming wednesday that we're recording it so that would be a week before this episode is coming out yeah so i'm not excited i'm only going back one day a week and then in the um, in a month, I'll be working two days a week. Like moving on up slowly. No, only temporary. Um, there's a client. She's got two Bichons and a Maltese. Yeah. And she's super hot, and she's like super nice, and I love her. So, and she only comes temporarily, and she's like a big money day. So, in order for me. I'll come back to that in a second. In order for me to go back to work, I was like, I need to make good money. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go back for no $85 an hour anymore. Yeah. So, because... Well, also, your your clients that you're referred out to, she has higher prices too, right? She does, but she wasn't as high as she was saying she was going to be when she first got out to Vegas. So, she's not $100 an hour. She's 95 and it's not hourly. She's just 95 flat fee. Um, and then whatever her other prices are. But I have mostly small dogs, so it was always like the small dog fee. Yeah. Um, but it was just a flat fee. So I'll be higher than her. And 
an hourly price. But you know what? Maybe like less than a handful of clients were like, no, that's too much for me. The ones that I cherry picked. So I had to like. So you already whittled down your list of your list of clients mm -hmm. to who you actually want to talk to right now, yeah. like headache wise. Yeah. So you've already whittled it down, and from there, there was only like a handful that people said, "I'll pass." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how this is working is um, I am going back one day a week. And in order for that to work, you can't have a loose schedule. And like I <laughs> thrive off of a loose schedule, but it doesn't make sense to to do that off yeah. of one day a week. Yeah. So I, I agree. created a set of requirements that I am requiring of my clients that you have to be on a four week schedule. You, um, yeah, pretty much you have to be on a four week schedule. And if you yeah. cancel, that's fine, but you have to wait till your next appointment. There is no loose schedule anymore. Yeah. And if you miss three appointments, then your spot gets replaced. Yeah. So that's relative to what I did because when I started going back to work for myself, mm -hmm. I recommended the I didn't I didn't make it mandatory like you did, but I recommended it for like four, six, and eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, once those spots filled up eventually, so like my Wednesdays were already programmed, no matter what Wednesday it was, or yeah. I was it was Sunday for me. But what whatever Sunday was already programmed, that was the time that I was like, okay, I'll do more days. Yeah. So I never I never opened up more. Until I was already consistent with, uh, no matter what, the day was full with pre-booked appointments. Yeah. and But I pre-booked everybody. Like, I just sent them their schedule. So I went through. I only took, okay, so I had originally 17 slots available. And I had to fill those 17 slots. That's one month worth of work is 17 customers, not dogs. Okay. Some of my dogs or some of my clients have two dogs. So I was going to be doing between four to six dogs a day because mm -hmm. I only, you know, needed 17 people to fill those spots. And so pretty, like, a good handful, yeah, maybe about a handful now that I'm thinking about it, said, no, not even a handful. It wasn't because of prices. Some of them were just like... Can't do the day. Can't do that day. Yeah. Or... I need two weeks, the every two weeks. And I'm yeah. like, okay, like I get it. It was a gamble with my two-week clients. I knew, kind of knew they wouldn't want to scale down their grooming, which is shitty, but it is what it is. Like, I get it. But I had, like, backup clients. So, like, I wasn't only on certain days. So I actually have a day that is completely empty, but I have a client that has four dogs that I need to hit up, but I can only hit her up. Uh, this Wednesday because I had I gave clients like an expiration date of when they can think about it because I did give a lot of parameters that they have to follow and I did a 25% increase yeah so like I gave people time to think about it so mm -hmm. I have to wait but I'm not going to text this person because they're the only person on that side of town because nobody else wanted to book that day and so I was like okay so I'm just not going to like message him and I feel bad because I've been grooming this dog for a really long time but they weren't the greatest client. He was great. I loved him. But he would only book every eight weeks, if that. And so she was always matted. And, like, she's a sweetheart. But I'm not going to just take her. And then I have no one else to fill that spot. So I'm just, like, not going to text him back. Because I've already checked in on him several times. And he's not responding to me. So I'm going to take that as he's ghosting me. 
okay. which is fine. And I'm going to hit up this client, and I'm pretty sure she's going to take the spot. So she's a another ritz, ritzy client. Like, she gives me $500 in the for Christmas, and her bill is, like, was 400 Now it's going to be more. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure she'll come back to me. <laughs> but going to be 500 now. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. Yeah, because one of them is a big dog, but he's a good boy. So it's okay. And then, so back to my, going back to two weeks, in the winter, I won't be grooming every two days, um, both days. I'll just go back to one day. So we'll just, like, in the summer, get extra money. And then in the winter... Like, suffer and then relax. Yeah, pretty much. Through, like, the holidays, which is perfect. So I'll just die in the heat. You know, a little bit. A you little got the bit. second air conditioner, though. I know, no, I know. I don't ever die just standing out there. And she lets me in her house, her gorgeous house. But yeah. So, so yeah. okay. So then my next question is, is like, um, are like, you didn't even give yourself like a grace week? Or is like your first week going back going to automatically be four to oh, six I'm dogs? Oh, I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Isn't that going to be kind of painful for you? Oh, 100%. I did not think of that. Oh my God. What is wrong <laughs> with you? I didn't think of it, but. It is what it is. I think I only have three dogs, to be honest. Um, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, because one... Because um, they know you. They know that you deal with pain and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think the anticipation of waiting for you for over a year, or, like, roughly a year... Yeah. ...is kind of, like, great, yay, she's back, and then you hurt yourself on the job, and then you have to postpone everything for another oh, six weeks. Oh, I'm already going into work in pain i know so i hurt my back yes (laughs) and so like there's that thought like in my head like oh you're fucked oh and i have to figure out how to pump because i don't want to lose my supply so and like i've heard a lot of women who go back to work now granted this is you can't just pump on the road no i can pump oh okay but like I don't want to, you know how I get when I'm in the work zone, I'm like, I need to work as fast as I can so I can get home. And now it's going to be 10 times worse because I'm going to be crying. I want to come home to my babies and like, I want to get home as quickly as possible. So I'm going to like try and astro project. The first day back, I went to work. Uh, I only went back to work one day a week. I got mastitis. See, I don't want that. I've been dodging it. It's because my, um, my immune system was still low. My emotions were high. I was having panic attacks, and that makes you tense up. Yeah. And um, even though I pumped, I, like, didn't get everything out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I only did two dogs that day. But I had mastitis the next day. Oh, And sweet. I had to ca- I had to cabbage my boobs up and, like, hot towel it, everything. It was awful. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. And then you get um, thrush sometimes. Where it's where you get the, like, a it's blister. Like a, it's or? like a yeast infection in the back of your throat. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't sound fun, and I'm terrified. I'm sad. I cried yesterday, and, like, I really just don't want to go back to work, but in this economy, like... You really don't have a choice. I don't have a choice, so... We didn't get... We haven't got any stimmies in so long. No, but I actually did do my taxes, and we're actually getting something back for the first time in years. I did my taxes over a month ago. It usually takes two weeks for it to, like, drop in the... Uh-huh. No, not, the this, big account. not this time. They're saying, like, it's going to take forever. I'm still waiting on my uh, 
redid taxes, the adjusted taxes, the amended tax. I did amended taxes. It's been over a year since my amended taxes. The government still owes me like $4,500. Like fucking oh, A. Yeah, you'll see that money in 10 years. The government doesn't want to give they anything. They sent like a letter money. like, hey, you know, we might charge you interest for it. And I was like, the fuck? Or they'll tax interest onto it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You owe it to me. See? This is amended. See? So now you're trying to cut the, uh-huh. the amount that you're going to give it back? Yeah. Can you at least give it Until back? Until it's zero. And then they're like, oh, here's your check. And it's literally just wasted paper. Right? Fuck your life. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah. So, it's been... So, I've been kind of, like, working this past month on creating my schedule um, hitting up clients, making phone calls, and buying supplies, and which I'm a little excited. So I bought a new shampoo line. <laughs> it's canine. Uh, canine competition. Canine competition, and I got my B3. I like their facial wash. So yeah, I got that again. But I'm excited to use that. I feel um, like I've used canine competition before. I've never used it. I feel like I have used it. I just don't remember it. Yeah, I don't know. I know Brooke, Brooke recommended it to me like years ago, but I never tried it. And so now I'm like, fuck it. And it seems like kind of an obscure line for some reason. I never see anybody recommend it in my in the groups, but it's a competition series. So, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to try to see it. See what's up. It is aloe-based. So, we'll see how it goes. Their hypoallergenic was out, which was kind of bummy. But I'll just use the B3 for my dogs that need hypo. And then, so I got, like, their carotene, which is their shadowless line, kind of. It's just highly moisturizing. And then... Carotene is a protein? Yeah. 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 And then um, their aloe is, like, their quote-unquote basic see i have a lot of questions about show um okay i've noticed that there has to be like a very good balance between just very basic shampoo and a higher-end shampoo Mm -hmm. and i i have questions about like show and high performing um show uh shampoos and conditioners and only because you're looking for a look and aesthetic and a feel for that moment and that moment only Mm -hmm. but a lot of things like like generally like with our hair like you can over protein our hair yeah and then it can also create um balding like bald spots on Mm -hmm. us right you can also over condition our hair with things that have i don't have a problem with silicones i like silicones but there's certain things that try to add things with silicones that kind of build up on our hair and it weighs it down and it, it does that with um you know coats too so it's like now you have to find the balance between i condition this dog with this the coat feels heavy or greasy after so long yeah so like like I feel like you need like a shittier shampoo just to do like the deep like cleaning and stuff like that. Well, they that. have a stripping shampoo. Do they really? Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. that makes more sense then. But, I guess they already know my questions. Well, a lot of times from what I've heard is the stripping shampoos are mostly for like the added products that you're using. So like adding too much, um, like when you're doing a competition, you're yeah. adding lots of added products like yeah. hairspray. Chalk. And chalk. And so that's why spray. they have yeah. stripping shampoos. Oh, for sure. I believe Canine Competition is 
marketed as an everyday shampoo so you can literally use it every day so i would think that if they're marketing it that way then it wouldn't be building up like that but we'll see we'll see i think it's the same with all shampoo like even in chris christensen like the phase 10 and the phase one shampoos Mm -hmm. i have to mix it up depending on the dog that i see if i see a certain dog all the time i can't use phase 10 all the time i never saw a problem with it i did and it was only with the conditioner i really like the conditioner but it weighed the coat down and it like i couldn't i couldn't it was most it was also user error i couldn't find the balance when it came to rinsing out too much versus not rinsing out enough because Hmm. it was so thick yeah because i used the um the heavier one on like my yorkies sometimes and their coat would fluff up beautifully yeah, I just, I can't figure out how to mm. rinse out enough. Because sometimes yeah. I'll rinse it out completely, and then it's just like, wow, I just wasted a whole bunch of conditioner. Yeah. The shampoo by itself on, like, Finer Coats was fine with a little spray conditioner. But, again, I always have to find a balance. So I always fill out the coat if they need, like, a... And I don't do cheap, cheap shampoos, but I'll use, like, something a little bit more basic. Yeah. Like hypo. I'm just wondering, like, I don't know... Yeah, I don't know. I think I need to just take a shampoo class again. (laughs) A bather's class? A shampoo class. Like that talks about shampoos and ingredients. I I was making fun of you. Oh, you're an asshole. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm a little excited about that. I spent way too much on sharpening because I saw no point in sharpening my shit while I was pregnant. (laughs) Like when you had the money in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just kind of let everything dull out. Or when you were working. Yeah. And so... I had to get everything sharpened, my trailer's clean, my husband washed my towels, and so I'm I'm vaguely ready. What about your hands? Um, so you've been having issues with your hands? Yeah, so my hands are broken, and it's not even my hands. It's, there's like two to three spots in within my arm. Uh-huh. It's not even just carpal tunnel. I don't remember what she called it. There were a lot of big words that she used. But it's basically I have compressed nerves in my elbow, in my forearm, and then there's a possibility that it, there's another compressed nerve in my shoulder, in my, specifically my left shoulder with that nerve. So it's not even my scissoring arm that has the nerve, Oh my gosh. compressed nerve in my shoulder. So the compression in my shoulder can be one of two things. One of them is like this blood thing where it's like blood vessels or something. And she said that is a hardcore surgery. And then the other one is muscular, which is an easier surgery. So I used to work with this chick who was a trainer. This is when I was a dog trainer. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know she was a groomer before. Uh Right? So she was a groomer before and she had been having issues with her hands as well. They go in and she literally was out for three months for a recovery. They had to graft and grow a piece of muscle from her leg and they had to fuse it to her arm it was a grooming related grooming related injury i'm like well how did you injure she's like i was just Just grooming grooming. yeah she only groomed for three years oh and it was she was in a full cast and sleeve like from her shoulder all the way well that sucks yeah it was crazy because they like cut her open and they fused skin grafts muscle grafts it was weird that sucks yeah because so, she says pretty much that, like, 
I'm on my way. So my right hand, she said, which is my scissoring hand, is the one that's going to have, like, really bad arthritis when I, I don't know. She says at some point it's going to be earlier than not. And it'll start having arthritis in my thumb. Oh, I always feel that. So. That, that muscle tension and it hurts. Like, see, I don't. Okay. I have all kinds of fucked up issues. Yeah. And, like, I don't realize it's an issue because I'm just so used to it. So, like, my pain tolerance is pretty high. And what started tipping me off was my forearms started having this really weird feeling on both forearms. And so, when I was having issues with my hands and my forearms before, this is when I decided to go and work for myself so I could scale back. Because working at high volume was starting to eat at my 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 hands and my arms. So, I was like, you know what? Let's... Let me just try this thing, like, doing my own thing and scaling back. And so, that did help. And then now, because of the twins, my (laughs) arms do not get a break. So, like, if you have a singleton, you can just rotate arms. No, I tried. If I wasn't sitting down, I wasn't holding my kids because it would hurt. It doesn't hurt, though. When I'm holding my babies, it does not hurt. Oh, it hurts. It just... Started causing numbing pain, like numbing issues in my forearms, and I started dropping things. And it (laughs) came on like very quickly, which is also from breastfeeding. So we kind of want to like see where I'm at when I'm done breastfeeding because she's like, there's no, like, we shouldn't be doing surgery right now. She's like, we like, I like to hold off on surgeries. And I was like, that's fine. So is there any physical therapy you can do? Or in the future, we'll talk about it. I'm supposed to. Actually, now that you remind me, I completely forgot about that part of my oh conversation. My yeah, no, I'm supposed to look up therapies. You know what? Maybe Harvey will be working with her on Thursday. So my husband actually works with my hand doctor. This is the same one who... Dr. Pistorio. This is the same one we sent the pictures of... Your boobies. My necrotic tits to. And yeah. she's like, yeah, they look fine. And then they've never seen anything like it afterwards. Yeah. So that's yeah. her. Yeah. She's great. Um, so I asked him, I was like, hey, can you ask her about my appointment? Because I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> my memory these days are is so bad. It's just mom brain. And I'm like, hey, just like ask her, like, because I can't tell you what she said. And so he did. And like, he's like, yeah, it's these things. And I don't remember what it is. But it's like a, basically my elbow, it's the funny bone. But it's actually not a funny bone. It's a funny nerve. And, like, that is, like, being compressed. And so the muscle, when I flex, when I um, put my arm back, like, you know, like, you're moving your arm up and down. And so, like, it's up, up against where you can hold your shoulder. Um, I can feel the muscle being strained. So that's great. Um, I'm not supposed to sleep with my arm like that. I am supposed to, like, tape something or get, like... K-tape? Oh, I have no, some. No, it's not K-tape. Oh. No, I'm supposed to wedge something in my elbow or in my um, the nook of my arm so my arm only stays at a 90-degree angle. Yeah. And below, I can't, like, sleep with my arm up against my face, like, my hand touching my face. Or- they told me to tape a, a, a ball in my hand. It was really comfy after a while. No, I don't do that. Well, one, because I have the babies. I just have, like, this really comfortable brace. So I've had splints before for my hands, and... Back in the day, like, those things fucking sucked. It was so uncomfortable and so rigid, heavy on my hands, so I stopped wearing them. The one that I got, it has the splint in the inner part of your hand, 
and then it curves into your palm. So it's very comfortable, <coughs> and then it's very lightweight. So yeah. my hand isn't sweating when I wake up. It's not damp. Yeah. And it's very lightweight, very comfortable. I got it off of Amazon for like 17 bucks. So if you need a link, hit me up. I'll send it to you. Cool. It's got a soft splint in the front and then uh, a metal splint in um, in your hand. And it's very comfortable. And it just keeps your hand from bending onto the nerves and your muscles and stuff. But yeah, so I'm broken. We'll see what my future holds. I might have to retire at some point uh well i mean you'll probably have to retire sooner than like like than yeah. some of the other groomers but well we can on 13 years of grooming that's a good run yeah but there's been groomer yeah it's a good run <laughs> so like you'll just have to plan ahead and like start yeah we might have to um get expand. things started yeah getting things started to like just completely retire yeah or take like a side side part in your business you know what i mean yeah um, while I was on maternity leave, I tried selling feet pictures, um, and videos, like nothing overtly sexual. My like plan was to do smashing, get into that like side of the feet world. N- didn't work. I got a whole bunch of scammers and I'm like, <laughs> I got so frustrated. I was like, fuck this. And so I just stopped doing it. I mean, this is the stupidest shit ever. So if you think that this is going to be a fast hustle. It's a marketing scheme. It's not. It literally is. The sex industry that you see, the adult industry of selling your panties or selling any item of your clothing, selling feet pics, selling hand pics, selling titty pics, it's an MLM. Yeah, the moment (laughs) they said, how did you hear from us? Like, no, literally, like, it is the same idea because... Everybody is on fucking TikTok, on social media, being like, you can do this. I made so much money so quickly. They are the exception. Bitch, you were the rule. If you were thinking right now in your head, <laughs> five minutes ago before turning on our podcast, I think I'm a selfie picked. Bitch, you're the rule. It's not that easy. <clears throat> like, it's hard. There's staying up late. There's talking to people that are scamming you. There's... It's just, it was, no, it's just too difficult. I just need a sip. I'm, like, going to cry because I have something in my throat. Thank you. It's not, it wasn't worth it, so I stopped doing it. It was stupid. I was like, fuck this. I thought it was so funny. But you were like, I got a pedicure. I did. I still have the pedicure. And you were practicing, like, the poses and stuff. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Oh, it was so hard. I was going through postpartum and like depression Mm -hmm. i was i still have anxiety but not as bad as it was before oh yeah and then like trying to maintain my house take care of babies going through my breastfeeding journey and still recovering yeah still recovering trying to be in la la land about not starting up my business again (laughs) (laughs) and just trying to do everything and so I was like, something has to go. And it was my feet business journey. I'm so. glad it did because I feel like it opened it up for you to spend more time with me. <laughs> right? I had no time. Like, yeah, but you've been world. spending some time with me. Like, we've yeah. been kind of making an effort to, like, girl out. Yeah, and do stuff. And be adults. Because I'm trying not to be so scared with taking the twins out. Now, I don't take the twins out to, like, super crowded events or... It's still hard like, taking babies out because... They're a lot. It is a lot. 
oh, yeah, like, you should see my stroller. Like, you've seen it, but I'm telling, like, the listeners, like, y'all should see my stroller. When I leave the house, like, my house is, like, literally kind of coming with me. Because whatever you bring, if you have kids and you have one kid, one toddler or infant, you still have to bring the whole house. You have to bring a lot of shit. Now double it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Double that shit. You got to bring double the diapers. And the moment you get comfortable and, like, well, maybe I don't, a blowout happens. Oh, and then you're yeah. like, well, what am I supposed to do? Oh, wrap your baby up in t- paper towels. Oh, no. Like, what happened to me? Okay, mm-hmm. we, did, we didn't check the diaper bag because we saw that there was... So, we cloth, and we have diapers, and then we have covers. And so, we have to bring both, obviously. And we were at the doctor's office, and Henry had a blowout when we were getting him, you know, undressed for the doctor to see him down to, you just leave the diaper on. Yeah. And so... Lucky enough. He blew it out. And we're like, cool. So we put a diaper cover. Okay, so actually Hazel blew it out first. And then we put the diaper cover on him. On her, excuse me. And then I went to go change Henry. And he fucking blew it out too. (laughs) And so I went to go grab another cover. And he didn't have cover. And so I was like, what the fuck do we do? And like, I refused to put him in a disposable. Because it's just my prerogative. Nothing wrong with them. But they have them at... The pediatrician, they have extra disposable diapers. Yeah, I know, but... Now, that's just you being nuts, because I've done... <laughs> I've been... I've cloth diapered, too, yeah. and I've had to get disposables on the on the fly. Yeah, I just wrapped him in the waterproof car seat cover that we had, and then just put him in his car seat, and we went home. He was fine. Yeah. He barely even peed. So, it was because we don't live too, too far from our doctor's office. That's good. But, yeah. So, lessons learned. And, yeah. Oh, there'll be many more lessons. And then at the end of it, when it's all said and done, you're going to be like, did I really learn anything? Yeah. Learned a lot that I'm never going to put back into practice. Exactly. Because Harvey got a vasectomy. So, (laughs) (laughs) no more kids. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of pretty much what I've been up to. Like, life is just kind of cruising right now. Nothing. I mean, my twins are rolling over. Mm-hmm. They're getting on their stomach. Henry's mobile. He's scooting like a little caterpillar. He's so freaking cute. He has the most devilish smile. It's oh, so yes. cute and sly. And he scrunches his face. And he's like, you know you want to pick me up. <laughs> he's, he's so cute. And then Hazel's just like... Look at the stars. Mm-hmm. There's squirrels. Yeah, she reels you in. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. She's like, I come touch scream. me. But then I'm going to screw in your face. If yeah. you do, take me away from my mommy or my daddy. Yeah. yeah. I can, me and my husband can touch her. Just fine. Yeah, she's in the stranger danger phase. So, and Henry's kind of in it a little bit, too. He's been, but, he's been so sweet to me lately. Yeah. They're good babies. Like, I just put them down and they just fell asleep and he falls asleep on his stomach now that was a very long night for me that's obnoxious it's terrifying i tried to fight him on it and that ended up being a very long evening for me (laughs) because i didn't get any sleep you when he's like passed out do you just kind of like bump him over no i was i made him sleep pressed up against me so he couldn't roll (laughs) <laughs> oh no i had to do that too yeah i've had to do that too but now i just let him do it story He's used fine. to be like face down ass up for a while and it was like terrifying you have a smushy nose i can't tell if you're breathing stop that 
Yeah. You know? But he just does it, and I let him. My daughter has to have... So, uh, judge me if you want to. We co-sleep. And so... I had to. It was... It was, for me, it was a survival. Oh, that's always how it ends up. You know, it's a long night one night. They're screaming. They won't go back in there bassinet or your crib and well, you're just like i am so fucking tired so you, you put him in there and then it just stays that way uh, well i had a c-section it was just easier it's yeah. so hard to be mobile after well i abdominal had the bassinet next to the bed when so the first almost month they were in their bassinet well they're not moving as much when they're little yeah. i never i just i had to have we had a king-size bed and chris mm-hmm. barely slept in the bed Oh. When she was little, and then when they weren't, he was far enough away. It doesn't matter. It's not a good idea. I don't recommend it, Like, but I had to. I had to. Oh, I recommend co-sleeping. I sleep with twins, and my husband's never left the bed. Yeah. We all four are in there. I love co-sleeping. I co-slept with my siblings, though. I co-slept with my siblings, too, and I co-slept with both my babies. Yeah, and I they, love it. And they still kind of sneak in the bed, too. Yeah. I don't mind sleeping with kids. It's just that, like, I... we. I can't recommend because pediatricians don't recommend because it's dangerous with SIDS. That's it's it. It's really okay. But have I'm you looked do at it. the statistics of SIDS in other countries that are like pro co sleeping? They don't have as high as SIDS as we do. But but they also, a lot of those countries, those particular countries, sleep on the ground. They have different mattresses. They also have different healthcare system and they have different birthing practices. I'm just saying so, you do what your heart tells you to do. And if that goes against the system, it goes against the system. If it doesn't, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You make your own judgment. It's your house. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I love co-sleeping. It's great. And But my daughter, they stress me out. <laughs> yeah. Baby stress. But anyways, that's it with me. So... So, I, I, I don't it. remember where we were at the last time we talked. I think you were getting... No, you had had your reduction, I believe. No, I know, but, like, at what point in my healing process? I think you had just had your reduction. So, healing was... Fine. Yeah. Okay, guys, it all went south. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, I don't remember if the last time I talked to you, basically, like, I had my reduction... And, like, I felt a big sigh of relief and pain. So, like, three weeks into my healing journey, my bo- my breast became necrotic. And what that means is, is that the tissue just started dying. So, um, at first it was just gross. And the only th- the thing about it is, is that it just, you know, you're gonna, you sometimes you do see necrosis with breast reductions especially in a bilateral breast reduction where the you know the seams are where the the scars are supposed to be you'll see that you'll also see it generally with um nipples i haven't lost any nerves or sensation in my nipples my nipples were perfectly attached my breast shape was beautiful oh yeah your boobies were great oh they were gorgeous well, um, you know, there's always that chance that something's going to happen, but things happened with me. And basically last week I was supposed to come back to work fully healed and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And so basically right now it looks like somebody took a machete to the side of my chest. I have this huge open gaping wound on my left breast and it's extremely painful Um, I have, I'm walking around with no skin on half of my breast. 
um, because it just died. And I have no infection. Everything on paper, blood-wise, my blood pressure's great. My temperatures are great. Yeah, no, no redness, no heat coming off of it. No swelling, nothing. No, I have just... nothing on paper. Nothing on paper is wrong with me. Nothing on paper is wrong with me. I haven't smoked any cigarettes, um, so there's, like, no nicotine in my system. And the necrosis ended up uh, going, like, I ended up becoming necrotic in my right breast as well. So my good boob, which was just, like, a little gross, but it looked like it was healing, yeah. all of a sudden went gross. So and now, that was just recent, too. That one's just recent. So that one looks like I got into, like, a motorcycle accident, and, like, my tit, the bottom of my right breast, like, just, like, get across the pavement at maybe like 85 miles an hour mm -hmm. you know that's what that one looks like and so wednesday this coming wednesday i'm getting set up with a wound vac and basically a wound vac is like um a device that suctions your whole wound and it just keeps it in constant suction and then you change it the dressings every couple days and it's supposed to help uh, progress the healing and the 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 new growth of tissue so the crazy thing is is that i'm constantly growing new tissue yeah so like my left breast at this point looks like a kind of like a like an eyelid a lizard's eyelid so it's like closing from the left to right so there's tissue growing from the left to right um but there's like a an open <laughs> there is a hole underneath my left breast that goes into my cavity chest cavity like it's it's open it's just like a little hole and then my right breast went backwards and now it's it's growing again so there's like three little islands of tissue that are now growing over this flesh and oh every time somebody looks at my flesh it's beautiful no infections no bacteria yeah it's beautiful red angry looking flesh now there's a hole a superficial hole that's like tunneling on the side of my right breast. Every time I'm going forward, there's it's just something just else back. happening. And the doctor has never seen anything like it. So I've had two surgeons literally look at my breast. Who was the second one? Prioria. Pistoria. Because she looked Pistoria. at it and she, she basically told me not to go to the hospital. It's not an infection. Oh, yeah. The, I thought she actually, like, they did a consult together. So, no, I haven't done a consult. Um... I don't really need to because I trust what the surgeon says. A lot of people are like, want to blame the surgeon. If you saw my boobs right after surgery, you would not blame the surgeon. No, your boobs looked healthy. They looked great. They were beautiful. They looked they like they weren't just, misshapen. They were. They had barely any bruising. They yeah. had bruising where you were going to find bruising on surgery. The sushing was great. Yes. And so this is what, this is what, people have seen on me i have i've shown my breasts to two plastic surgeons plus all of the residents that come in i have a resident that i've had two residents look at my uh wound as well and one actually had her hands on it um my surgeon basically was like i have never seen anything like this he's like i do hundreds of bilateral breast reductions 
And, you know, as a doctor, we don't want to admit that we don't know everything, but, like, literally, we don't know everything. No, they're human. They're human. He, and I'm like, I get it, I get it. I don't want him to overly explain himself, but he's like, I've never seen anything like this. We see necrosis, but we don't see necrosis or necrotic tissue to the degree and to where it becomes a wound that big. And it's not localized. So, like, I've... My, my tissue... Anywhere that I've had surgery went necrotic in one form or fashion. So, like, it's opened up. No matter what, it has opened up. And this has only happened with this surgery because you've had two C-sections. But I... You had your gallbladder. Exactly. And so, it's just only happening on an elective surgery. So, so um, now I'm like, well, is this going to happen on other surgeries? He said, most likely. Yeah, because they're different. They're, I think doing different layers no no no. this is new yeah that's what i'm saying regardless of what surgeries i've had and my healing in the past Mm -hmm. this is completely new to my like body so furthermore like even if they're different Mm -hmm. this could happen in theory to any surgery i have so if i get like a splinter if i get a splinter removed from my hand or something this could happen now I have to inform all surgeons, all doctors. And what sucks is they might not believe you. Exactly. But the thing is, though, I have a lot of lot of documentation. So he basically thinks that... So my, my, my regular doctor, my primary care doctor, has mm-hmm. never seen anything like this. Never. She's seen necrotic tissue. Obviously, she's went to medical school. She knows what it is. But she's never seen a wound that big with the surgery that I had. She's never yeah. seen it like that. My wound care doctor or my wound care nurse. Uh-huh. And she's been doing this forever and she only deals with wound care. So she's only dealing with people's feet falling off and burns and yeah. she's like I've never seen this. She said she's seen some like similar to that with like tummy tucks. But there's always like infection before it. I haven't had an infection. Yeah. And she's like, there's a visible infection. Like, I never had a vis- visible infection. I've never had an infection. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. It, it starts... It I've, She's never seen it like this. And a wound, where it's at, the shape, anything. That's why she's kind of concerned about getting the wound back. Because of the odd shape of the wound. It's not straight. It's not a straight, open wound. It just yeah. like... My whole body decided to eat itself. Yeah. And create a huge cavern. That is constantly growing and receding all the time. It's it's like the ocean on my chest. It's crazy. Yeah. I hope you guys like all these metaphors. <laughs> I will sell these pictures for $5 if you guys are disgusting enough to want to see them. Um, I'll put my Venmo up and you can... Uh, I'll send you the pictures. <laughs> of. I, I'll give you different dates. So if you want to see them kind of gross, but like still full, I'll send them to you. If you want to see them healthy... But really gross, I'll send them to you. Just let me know. DM me. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving forward. Um, so, yeah, so my, like, all these people that I'm working with have never seen anything like it. So it's looking like I'm going to probably have to go to a rheumatologist. Yeah. And basically uh, see if there's any underlying disease or condition that no one is aware of that could affect this. And your Hashimoto's isn't affecting it. My Hashimoto's is not a factor. 
Because isn't that an autoimmune disease also? Well, that's the reason why he thinks I need to go to a rheumatologist. Because when you have an autoimmune disease... Um, it's kind of like, it's, it's like when you have one, you have sometimes multiple Mm -hmm. and it's almost like a blanket. So like there might be something with my nerves. There might be something with my capillaries. There might be something wrong with, um, blood flow somewhere, you know, we don't know. And so I have to go to, does he think addressing this autoimmune disease, possible autoimmune disease would help with the healing? Like, getting that under control if you do have something underlying? Um, the, the problem is is that I am healing, but I'm also not healing. Yeah, It's, it's exactly. this weird balance. He, I don't think he's at... He even said he doesn't think he's in that position to kind of say. He's a plastic surgeon, and even though he's a very well-respected plastic surgeon, he's still not somebody who can say, this can help or will help or... You know, he just basically said, you were probably going to have to start setting up appointments with, you know, other specialists. Yeah. And he basically said that he's, I have to really, if I were to get surgery again, um, I don't know if it's like a, like a, other than plastic surgery, if I could go back to him as just like a general surgeon. I wonder if that's a possibility because he's like, I know what I would do if I were to do another surgery on you. Yeah. It's not going to be the prettiest, but I know what I would do to prevent this from happening. Um, but he, I would have to like be completely trusting of the surgeon. Yeah, and they'd well, have he's to. He's opening go, up a practice, so I'm sure if like if I he can't do it, maybe somebody else in his practice could, and they would just have to refer to him. Yeah. So I'm sure that would be a possibility. Like make it work. Yeah, yeah. because Doctor Pistorio, like if you ever needed something on your hands. You could go to her, and they work together. Yes. So yes, they would refer to each other. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. So that's a possibility. I think you know the relationship between my nurse, my surgeon, and my primary care doctor has been very close lately. Yeah. So we're we're getting buddy buddy. You know, still professional, but like, I think they have to love me now. You well, know. Yeah, you're gonna be seeing them for quite some time because <laughs> what did they say? An extra two months. Yeah, so they tacked on an extra... He actually tacked on an extra six weeks. So my date to return was supposed to... Oh, four weeks. Yeah, no, six weeks. My date to return was going to be last week, which was like March 15th was my Mm -hmm. date to return. Uh, And... I'm sure that's a tentative, though. It is. It's all... I don't think it's going to... I don't think six weeks is enough. No, not at all. Not with what we're looking at. He just kind of made it arbitrary. I just... I said I needed to give... Inform my boss. Like, yeah. I just told him, can you just, like... Give me an Give me something just so I can inform my boss. But he messed up thinking... He put the original date of my first surgery, which was January 4th. Uh-huh. He put that on there <clears throat> on the date to return. And then he put April 25th as the date to return. But he, I think he forgot that he had seen me January. So, like, technically, I'm only, like, 10 weeks post-op. And he was thinking I was longer. Mm-hmm. So, that's why he only put, like, till from March 15th to April 25th. Mm. Right? He just made it up in his head. Oh, I'm sure. He's like, because I see him, well, I, I didn't see him last week. I see him this week. Maybe. And he's supposed to be opening up his new practice, but I have no point of contact there. 
So it's really stressful right now. Yeah. Because he had a nurse that I loved at the practice that he was at, even though I hated the practice in general because it was a piece of shit. He had a nurse that I loved, and her last name was Ouch. <laughs> like, spell Ouch? O-U-C-H. Ouch. That's amazing. She was amazing. <laughs> she was young. She was fun. She was sweet. And she reminded me of donuts. Like, just like the person, like a, just like like, a sprinkled donut. She just was so she sweet. tasty? She's very attractive. <laughs> yes. Oh. She's pretty. Um... But yeah, she ran me a donut. She was just happiness in a in a little a little nurse body. And she took care of my boo-boos and she wrapped my wounds and she was always so sweet and bubbly. And I won't have her and that's stressful because who am I supposed to call? I can email the doctor right away, but he refers all the work out to the nurses and assistants. Yeah. You know, so like I can be like, hey bro, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up? And then he'll refer out, but, like, I don't know. Anyway, I'll see him on Wednesday. We'll see what happens. I'll see how this wound vac happens. I'm trying to get emergency pain meds because I haven't had any pain meds in about a week. And I've been okay. Are they, like, trying to scale you back or what? No, it's just I used up what I had. I I use them when I need them, and I don't overdo it. But my nurse even says, she's like, you're going to need pain medication when you go on the wound vac because... I already have really bad pain on that hole on my left side. Yeah. And it's burning. Like, even doing the dressings burns. So, like, I have this, my nurse, it's not called stuffs, packs. My nurse packs my wound with collagen and silver alginate dressings. And they fucking sting to the point, like, I see stars. I have to breathe through everything that she does. And Are you the, doing this laying down? Yes. Oh, that's good. Um, but I also did it on myself, and I have to do it standing up on myself. Yeah. So, like, I have to, like, hover my boob and hold it, which is painful because I'm opening up that hole again every time I'm ripping it open. And then I have to pack my own wound. I've only done it one time with the collagen and the silver alginate because otherwise I just do this one dressing that is really just a very mild dressing yeah and it's i don't pack it underneath i just kind of flip it flip it underneath and just let it sit and move where it's gonna move yeah and it's just to get me to the next dressing but she said that now she wants me to pack my own dressings with the with the silver and the collagen on the the because i'm supposed to do it every 48 hour dressing change she don't work on the weekends so i see her Friday, and so she wants me to do everything on Saturday morning. Wait, you see her Friday, but she wants you to repack it on Saturday? Or Sunday, sorry, Sunday morning. She wants me to pack it on Sunday morning, even though she does see me on Monday. She just wants me to do a a dressing change on Sunday, but she still wants me to use the collagen. So she comes in the afternoon. Is that extra day that detrimental, though, if you don't do it? No, no. So then no. be like, bitch, I ain't doing that shit. She just <laughs> wants me to, so I did it only one time. It's hard. Yeah, that's why I'd be like, nah, I'll wait. <laughs> so, like, even today when I came here, I was, like, huffing and puffing because the the dressings have to melt. They have to melt. So the collagen dissolves, and it has to melt, but it stings for hours. 
and it's like I'm breathing heavy. I'm holding myself because I just have to keep it from moving. Yeah. It's so painful. It gets very exhausting. Like, I deal with chronic pain, but the chronic pain that I deal with is, like, stiffness, soreness, and joint pain. Joint pain fucking sucks. Like, when my joints are, in fla- like, flared up, it's... I'm down for the count, but it's like I'm just down. But, like, this is, like, the the nerves are, like, dying and then growing. And then the, yeah. and then the holes are... It feels like you're pouring alcohol on a like a, a paper cut, but it all over in a very large. Well, and if you put your hand on the side of your boob, that's about the size of my wound. Yeah, it's the size of a hand. It was her whole under boob is pretty much gone. Yeah, there's no skin. Yeah, there's no it's skin, just, just tissue. Yeah. I'm what horror movies are made out of, <laughs> um, but. So this becomes more complicated because, like, all my clients were expecting me to be working again. And so they've been hitting me up, and I've been gracefully referring them out and telling them, no, I'm, I'm not coming back. And my boss has just expanded. They just pretty much finished. They're almost done with the complete expansion. And it says grooming and grooming twice on across like this huge building oh so she's getting phone calls so she's getting phone calls she's getting emails and um she's i guess she had somebody reach out to her and she was thinking about starting an interview with them but then she like went back she felt bad so she um i don't know why she hit me up right now i have a theory why she hit me up right now just to check on me but it doesn't look like I'm going to come back when they say I'm going to come back. And she's like, are you going to come back to grooming? Like, are you going to come back to work for us? Or, like, what's up? I'm like, well, I never said I was going to quit. Right, one. I will be desperate for money afterwards, for sure. Just, you literally have, like, I get it from her I, standpoint. I think she just honestly messaged me because I liked my friend's post. And... It was, he's hiring. But he's also like a... Oh, is she part of that group? She's part of that oh group. Oh my God, Vanessa. So, <laughs> she's part of the group that we're in for like Nevada groomers and business owners. Excuse me. And he just, he's opening up stuff and we're following him. Not because like, I want to get like on board with yeah, him. Yeah, no, we've I, known him. Okay, so he went to academy at our store so i know him from back then i know his brother because i've worked with his brother yeah very closely so like we know him and, and we've we were just talked trying and to be chat nice. with him yeah <laughs> and he opened up a business a mobile business couple several years ago and now he's opening up a salon and so he's just looking for workers i'm sure to take his place for the mobile, mobile yeah and vanessa liked it that's it <laughs> but after i liked it i got um uh, email from my boss like are you gonna come back to work for us i'm like i'm not like that i'm i never said it i can't even work right now i can't even do menial like non-labor work yeah i want to be a professional whore and i can't do that sorry guys <laughs> like come on now she's just nosy that's it and Should i'm never nosy. on facebook and when i'm on facebook i'm gonna say nice you know yeah so she probably saw it and was like, maybe she's healed and she hasn't said anything and she's not coming back I and would it never, stressed her out. Yeah. And I think that's just their paranoia and stress. Yeah. Because it, you've been gone for so long. I have. And I've never... So is she I, hiring someone else? She says she was going to, but then she felt bad. She thought it would be weird because I wasn't there. And I said, 
you do what you gotta do you do what you gotta do i just sent her that email like hey you know what you've we've i have built up that reputation you know what i mean and so like yeah i understand you don't want anybody to tread on like my domain but at the same time it's gonna look worse when i come back that it they haven't had grooming for so long you know what i mean so if somebody's good hire them yeah if they're okay hire them yeah you know what i mean we'll work out the kinks later but it then you have less clients like going to other services and when i come back they'll still be there they'll just be like hey because this has happened before hey you know i've been using that groomer you know they're great and all but like i'm ready for you you know what i mean yeah like i'd, I'd rather my clients still be there mm-hmm. you know so like just keep them there i'll work it out later yeah exactly you know what i mean but she's getting antsy i think she's getting antsy and that's fine but like ra- rather than i'm gonna tell you like, yeah. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and when I come back, I'm going to be desperate for income. I, like, I'm desperate for income now. But, like, yeah. when I'm able to groom, I'm going to be desperate. So, if you have a nice groomer and it's a good groomer, I may kind of pit myself out and go to the highest bidder. That may be the case. Yeah. Or if you don't have the budget for me anymore at that point and you let me go, I don't have any problem with getting... Oh, there's tons of places hiring. And, yes, there's tons of places not hiring. Be that I difficult. just don't like moving around a lot. Even though I say that I do get antsy after a couple of years and I just want to split and dip, um, I just know my worth, and my worth is, like, you know, coming back after so long might be a little rough, but I'm going to be like, listen, give me a grace period after a couple, like... 60 days you better give me a raise like a good raise you know what i mean (laughs) like i know my worth i know i can make a fair amount of money so i'm not worried about employment yeah because i'll be comfortable wherever i go yeah and i work well with other people (laughs) but that's really the update for me it life sucks yeah my friend was in town and uh yeah that's that's it like we went out it was good me and vanessa went out with our friend and uh we had a good time and that was like the first time in so long yeah that we gone that out. whole week that whole week we had gone out to that rooftop bar oh yeah that's right that same week and then we went to this rum tasting here in vegas yeah which the experience was amazing the rum most of them were disgusting (laughs) yeah we got trash yeah didn't wake up with hangovers no and then had a birthday party for my daughter yep it was a pretty good week it was being oh and we did big girl podcast stuff we did do and we just got an email back yeah we did we just got our return email yeah yeah i was telling you we need to um beforehand you were emailing so i don't know if you were paying attention that we got to email them yeah fill it out i'm excited yeah so but we're not gonna say what exactly who knows it might follow through because i it know might fall we, through. like we say a lot of shit on here that we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and then we never do it and but that's okay we're still podcasting but yeah i think we could just probably pop on stories we are going to um but someone did just like a quick reply someone had messaged about um or emailed well hold on let me backtrack for a second because it just popped in my head and i don't want to forget so i had two listeners hit us up and like i love hearing from you guys like i pretty i kind of like deal mostly with like the messaging and the conversations with people and 
um, replying to like comments and stuff. And I love like talking to people because uh-huh. I've got really nothing to do all day. And so two client or two clients, two listeners hit me up about the zone cleaning. And like when I find something fun, I shouldn't say it's fun. Like cleaning isn't necessarily fun, but I love like new things. Like I love new stuff and i guess that's like a stuff new system like a new system like my god she's insane about that stuff i am and like i'll talk about it all the time and vanessa actually hit me up one time asking for all the information i never did it i know well because you're still healing so it makes sense yeah and um but like i talked to ira i was like it's your fault like that i'm blowing you up with 10 text messages in literally like two seconds because like and then an email layout yeah and like print I out sent fucking everything you're like i sent a pdf <laughs> just adjust it to yours yeah, exactly but two listeners hit me up about the zone cleaning and let me just say it's still going strong i still zone clean my house is fairly clean um clutter does build up quickly but you have babies i have babies but it's but clean my house is clean um and one's has been doing it for maybe about one to two weeks now and she's super loving it yeah and then someone else just hit me up and i was like hey um if the website's too confusing like i have my own like you know layout and stuff like that if you want it this is how i modified it yeah like so if you need help and she's like you're so organized and i was like oh i'm not organized but thank you (laughs) it's more of the effort and passion about being organized yes like internally you're not that but like you're like i strive to be yeah so when it comes to like getting things done i'm a list person and i love lists so this gave me a reason to create a list and so it was great i banged out that list so great and it was beautiful and like organized and everything um but like if you look at my house i am not organized i have a lot of what are you talking about your house is very organized have you opened up my closets my pantry (laughs) your pantry's organized you have a spice organizer Okay, that was a great investment. It's not in alphabetical order, but it's organized. Yeah, it's all right. But I'm not, like, I have, like, they call them ADHD piles. Doom bins. Doom bins, I have lots of doom bins. Oh, you should see my stairs. I've got all kinds of stuff right now on my stairs. But, yeah, so I thought that was really fun. You know, if you, people are interested, I got stuff for you. But, (laughs) um, and then, so, someone emailed us, because we had talked about your master grooming Oh, um, yeah. getting into that. I took a pause on it only because, like... You're dealing with a lot. I'm dealing with a lot lately. Yeah. I've been super busy and sad. But she had made a comment stating that master grooming is, you know, like... What is it? Read the email again. Oh, I'm not on that email. This is a different email. But I oh, saw... Okay. She sent us a video of... Um, a master groomer's work. Exactly. And that she had to... And, like, does the certification really mean anything? And it's like anything else that just because you go and get your PhD doesn't make you a good doctor. So, yes, maybe they didn't put in that much effort or it was a bad day. I don't know. I can't speak to that person. But I have seen this chick who was a master groomer. We worked with her who did house call and did... um, um, yeah, she was house call. She did senior house calls. That older lady that worked with what's her face in the salon that we helped build. The older lady, remember? She used to bring her own little table. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. She looked like she smoked marbles in like the 80s. Yeah. She was a master groomer. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Uh, the only thing I remember from her is that she uh, didn't believe in guard combs. Do you remember that? Yeah, and then she loved using midnight. Uh, midnight. Shit. It was midnight madness or something like that. Well, it was a whitening shampoo, but she used it on all the dogs. Oh yeah, midnight yeah. clean. I actually did like that shampoo. Though. I still like that shampoo, <laughs> but she was like, "I love it," and I was like, "I love the smell" because it was like uh-huh. minty. Yeah, it's not and good. it did a really good job at cleaning. Yeah, I like it. I still like that shampoo. Yeah, I do too. I upgraded to different shampoos, but like that's always going to be like, like a like a fallback. Like if yeah. I couldn't afford the good whitening shampoo, I'd but go that to was that the one. Expensive shampoo. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's but not. But it was. It was to her. Yeah, it was. Ex- it was bougie. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. But for so, real. It's all what you put into it. So. Yeah. And if you look at a lot of the master groomers, like if you see, they're only performing on dogs that they really know everything about. Yeah. And they're only going to showcase their. Their good work. Their good work. You know? Yeah. And there's. That, that show, what was it called? That was on. Um, Pooch Perfect? Pooch Perfect. Uh-huh. That really did showcase a little bit more in real time, like, what... Because it wasn't perfect. A lot of the dogs weren't, like, amazing when it came yeah. to, like, their quick um, quick challenges. Like, their quick challenges that seemed more, like, in line with, like, a grooming, like, a regular grooming dog. Mm-hmm. Some of their dogs didn't look perfect like they do when they're doing the competitions, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they're always going to have their strengths. And, and their weaknesses. They're going to have their weaknesses. There's no... I'm telling you, because you put up... I like... This is actually would be a really good topic. What? Um, just, like, talking about real grooming versus what you see on social media. Yes, uh, but at the same time... Because they have their dogs, I guarantee you, they have dogs in their shops that do not come out great that they will never post on social media yeah but they've everyone we've ever talked to they've even said Mm -hmm. that they don't like they're not going to have perfect dogs each time it's impossible it's impossible physically impossible and they but it's true they're not going to post it why would why would i post why would you want to be real (laughs) well why would you do you want want to why would you post your bad work i have posted my bad work yes Okay, I posted my bad work, and it ended up being, like, one of my highest posts. Everybody liked it, and I was like, this dog looks like shit. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. So, I, it is relative to who's looking, for yeah. sure. But when it comes to, like, a trained eye, they're going to see that exactly. it's, it's but a seven all over, My ten, social ten media is dog. geared towards my clients, yeah. not groomers. But even if I was geared towards groomers, I would still post my shit work, too, because that's just the type of person I am. I don't want... I, well, it's like what we do for our listeners here. We're very real because we want everybody to know that we're just like you. We're not going to put on this facade that we're perfect because we're not perfect. She's lying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not perfect, but I am not going to like really advertise my shit work. I'm really not going to do it. Sometimes no. no. You want to have that false that picture representation that of yourself. Picture, some of the pictures of my dogs and the not so greatest haircuts. They're just really cute dogs too. So like they wear those <laughs> shitty haircuts yeah. really well. 
and that's really it that's like it but i'm not like some of those shitty haircuts that i do i'm not gonna post them fuck that mm, okay okay do you you lie on social media it's not lying it lie. is just withholding <laughs> the truth it is not illegal it's illegal. I plead the fucking fifth you dumb hoe illegal no illegal no it's not illegal but for Straight real to jail. but it's for real though like i think it's more or less like the whole master grooming thing it's just it, you take what you do i i think i just want that label here and i don't think it matters anywhere else i think it just matters to me here because it feels like i'm almost within that like space here in vegas we are overly saturated with salons there's salons everywhere there may not be groomers everywhere or I shouldn't say that. There's groomers everywhere. There may not be enough for the amount of salons that we have. We have a lot of salons. So I just really want that little bit extra to... Separate you. Separate myself. And I really just want that label to say... Because honestly, you can charge whatever you feel like it. You can charge whatever you want. Yeah, at whatever level you are. At whatever level you are. We've talked about this before. Are you going to get lucky? Sometimes, no. Sometimes you're not. Um, I know my value, but I also know what I don't like. want to put like effort into. You know, mobile is a luxury. I don't want to do mobile because I just, I, I don't think I can do it. I, I've tried. It's just. I don't think I tried hard enough, but I'm I like, just, what did you try with you? Okay, that's helping. That's I don't think I could do that on my own. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Why? Because mobile grooming is hard. It's just I'm not <laughs> I'm not regimented enough for that. I need the space, <coughs> and, and you need to be on time. Not not saying that you I need to be, be on time, but I can you need be on time. I can be on time to something then it all gets fucked up in between in yeah between, you need timely time structure i can't time my shits i can time my grooms to a degree but i can't time like anything that happens will set me back a phone call will set me back even if i even call? if i don't answer the phone if the phone goes off like a buzz or something that's like a minute distraction if the dog shits on my table it's not like a quick fix for me it's like fuck that like takes me back and I can't recoup. Anytime I get set back, I can't recoup to the point where I was on the original trajectory. I yeah. can't do that. Uh, I have no gallbladder. So like my shits happen out of nowhere. So even mine. I mean, like I get Insta shits too where I'm rushing to fucking put that seat down and put the bag in and not shit my pants at least once or twice a day. Is it kind of regular though? No, it hits me whenever. You hear me? I'll be sitting talking to you and be like, "Oh, I gotta go." Yeah, but doesn't <laughs> like, that but doesn't that like set you back? I mean, sure it does. There you go. But it doesn't would, bother me. It bothers me. That would bother me. I gotta take a shit. I gotta take a shit. I literally like it bothers me. It, it bothers used me. to in the past, but now I just it is what it is. You know, because you just have to. No, I don't want to say market, but you have to do a different mindset. Like, when you're mobile, you shouldn't have a set time that you're going to be at someone's house. I learned that lesson early on. You need a window, and my window keeps getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> 
started off with an hour window then it went to two hours and now i think i'm at like two and a half hour window so like if you're working within you starting to get cable yeah <laughs> i'm gonna I'm be, be there, there between 12 hours. p.m and 5 p.m yeah exactly i will be there between 8 a.m and 4 p.m yeah you have to be home for me uh-huh you cannot plan your day nope. and if you're not there when i'm there i will leave or I will not even give you. I will not even give you a moment. Nope. Fucking cable. They've done that to me before. Uh huh. Internet fuckers. So if you live within that realm, it's so much easier on your mental health. Oh, it seems very easy for them. Yeah. In fuck cocks. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be that way too. Because <laughs> I am. But all right. So let's get to the story. Okay. Cool. Because I think we covered the question. Okay, so I have, um, this person doesn't say whether or not I can say their name. Okay, I can use your name, wait. Do you need your glasses? Like you're squinting your eyes. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Okay. So we have from Kim Johnson. So I love your podcast. It makes working solo a little easier because I feel like I'm in a grooming shop, but I don't have to deal with the hassle of being in a grooming shop. LOL. I feel that. Right? (laughs) All the time. In case you need some non-holiday stories, I've got a million. I have been working in the field for 20 plus years. I started out as a receptionist, but learned to bathe in an emergency, then learned to groom in another emergency. And now I just opened up my second shop. Congratulations. And there's uh-huh. a lot of stories there too. <laughs> Send them all our way. Yes. Anyway, here are two of my favorite stories. First, we had a customer who was kind of a space cadet. Would forget same day appointments, would be on the way to pick uh would be on the way to pick up her dog, shop at the grocery store, and then go home without ever coming to get the dog. That kind of thing. <laughs> she had an ugly old fat loss named Dexter that got shaved with a 7S, a 7F nose to tail because of the matting and attitude. But one day um. she came rushing in frantically while talking on her cell phone. It's okay. I found Dexter. Thank you for your help. What? What? <laughs> what? I've had space cadets, but I've never had anybody like not be able to remember where they dropped their dog off exactly she hangs up the phone and tells us that she had totally forgotten that she had brought the dog to us for grooming and had called the cops to report (gasps) that someone had broken into her house to steal her ugly ass dog as she need uh as she's driving around the neighborhood screaming (laughs) that she needs her dog back someone asked her what he looked like and she said he's brown and has long hair because he needs to go to the grooming shop then realized her dog was at the groomer. So I actually, I was actually working on stolen property that the police were looking for until the customer called the cops and confessed. Okay. Wow. That is that's, hilarious. Does she smoke weed? And that's either she is like a hella stoner or, or there's some like medical condition. Oh yeah. She needs to get a scan oh real quick. I've had people forget that they dropped their dog off of the... Do you remember the pug? The little cute pug that the guy would leave at the grooming place for, like, the legal amount of time before we had to drop it off at the animal shelter? PetSmart? Yeah, at PetSmart. Was it a puppy? No, she looked like a puppy. She was, like... Did she... Like, three years... She was a tiny pug. No, I don't remember. 
Yeah, she came from the Asian family, and he would just leave her there, and then um, he was going to breed her. She was a tiny little thing. Oh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, she was so cute. She's probably super lovable. She was. Okay. And, like, he would just leave her there for, like, a day or two, and just we would feed her, and she would just hang out in there in the kennel. We'd take her to go potty, and, like, you legally had to keep her there for, like, I think... 48 hours before you could take the dog yeah it would it was like only like an overnight fee like a 25 25 overnight fee yeah so he's like i'll just pay it and then he'd come like within a day or two to pick her ass up yep okay now i remember yeah because he did that like two or three times before he was kicked out of the salon yep i think elsa finally kicked him out yeah like who the fuck does i would have stolen that pug i should have she was so cute she wasn't like one of those fat, ugly pugs. She was the small, petite pug. It's like Broad City. Have you ever seen Broad City? Yeah. Which Where, episode? I don't remember, but she was comparing herself to like what kind of dog you would be at the dog park. Oh, yeah. And she was like a skinny pug. <laughs> that show was so funny. All right. Second story. This is another pickup problem story. Uh, we were... Uh, we'll call you when your dog is done kind of shop. And we knew which one of our customers wanted to come after work and which couldn't live without their precious pup for an extra 10 minutes. You know what I mean. One of our normally later in the day pickups showed up early, like three hours early, and seemed surprised that his problematic Portuguese water dog wasn't done. Like, no, dude, we just bathed him. He's sitting in a crate. We haven't started the haircut yet, but we can. So put the dog on the table. Uh, so we put the dog on the table and started cutting it down. He's outside pacing, but not coming in and saying anything. Fifteen minutes later, he comes back in and asks if the dog is ready. Like fifteen minutes later, yeah, Just ready yet? Yeah. Like back. what the hell, dude? This is not how this works. Your wife should have given you better instructions about how this works. He looks at me and says, my wife is in labor and <gasps> wants me to come to the hospital, but I had to pick up the dog first. Seriously? I would have thought he would have called ahead with that information or mentioned it when he walked in the first time. Yeah. So we scissored the dog and sent it home half done. Dude made it to the delivery room with some time to spare, but not much. Anyway, thanks again for the podcast. It's a lot of work and I appreciate it. Uh, and you can use my name if you wanted to, although it doesn't matter for stories. Thank you. Love you. That, I can kind of see that guy's mindset, though. Because, like, he's probably in such a panic, he doesn't know what to do He doesn't want to be a dick, but he's like, because, you know, everybody has babies. Like, babies happen every day. Like, I don't want to be a dick, but, like, is my dog done? Is my dog done? Yeah, like, he's just, like, but like all his things are firing. Yeah. So let me just, like, briefly go over this one and see, because she did mention her name. Um, she didn't mention her name, but she didn't say I couldn't say her name. Okay, so I'm just going to say her name because she mentioned her name. But the title says Preg- Pregnant Cranky Whack Job. So, like... Are you pregnant? Are you the whack job? We'll find out. Client, we'll find out. But there's a lot of pregnant stuff going around. Yeah, we'll get back to the penis stuff later. What? (laughs) I don't know. Um, 
I know. Hey, Vanessa, Vanessa. I have been meaning to write you for a while now. You know the drill. Shit happens. Yes. For sure, girl. Yes. I am Jalissa, 25 years old, from Pennsylvania. I've been grooming young? for... Why did you say it that way? I don't know. It sounded so predatory. <laughs> she, she is a predator. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We've had these conversations with us. <laughs> You know what sucks is my kids are predatory because they're breastfed babies. And so Henry was... Is that why your kids like me so much more than everyone else? Yeah, like, my sister too. Yeah, because your sister was holding Henry. Big boobs and he kept just like like caressing her tits and just staring at him the whole time. Yeah, and when she flipped him <laughs> and he was looking at me, he was getting mad I wasn't picking him up. Yeah, like the, the conversation we had... He just wants boobies, and Hazel's the same way. So your my, sister... My, my daughter's my daughter's three, and she's still like... She is so sad that she can't lay on my boobs and hold my boobs. She still holds boobs. Yeah. All boobies. She <laughs> still holds boobies. Breastfed When she sleeps... Predatory. She has to have skin on skin still, so she'll like put her hand in mm-hmm. whoever's shirt just to feel... Yeah. Now she like goes for the panza, and she wants her head on your shoulder or your chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, she's she loves tits. Yeah. It's because she was breastfed and she, she didn't like the fact that I stopped. She hated it. Yeah. They're predatory breastfed babies. Yeah. Like Hazel had... Um, so you're, you were breastfed? Is that... I was not breastfed, no. Then why are you such a predator? I think you're just trying to make some excuse for you. in my jeans. Watch, your children are darling. No, they're they're probably going to be predators. But I don't think it's because they're breastfed. I think it's just because they're you. No, their likelihood of them being predators is high. Harvey was a predator and I was a predator. How was Harvey a predator? He was banging his, like, almost his entire high school. But he's not being predatory. How do we know? Good point. We weren't there. Yeah, I guess you're right. He was just racking up the numbers. How do you think you rack up the numbers? Do you think he just walked up and be like, sweetly, hey, how are you doing? Big boy swag? Harvey wasn't a big boy in high school. He wasn't tall? He was tall. He was a big dude. But he was tiny. It doesn't matter if he was, like, skinny. He was still a big dude. He had to get the big boy swag from somewhere. He knew he was tall. and he could- Big boy swag doesn't have to do with tallness. Okay. Big boy swag is when you are husky. Well, he was also in a band. Oh, he was also in band, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, and he was in flag. <laughs> Why do you laugh like that? Every time you say that, you can't keep it straight. I remember, like, ten years ago, you told me that, and you said the same way. I like, you just, oh, my God, you're hilarious. You can't say it right. No, he's in flag, man. <laughs> my husband was in flag. He showed, okay, so total tangent but he showed me his mom just gave us his high school yearbooks my husband's a fucking nerd okay he his band picture he asked his band teacher if he could wear the darth vader outfit in their band picture (laughs) and the teacher was like yeah sure whatever thinking he wasn't gonna do it and he showed up to the high school pictures in his darth vader outfit so he was slinging his nerd dick with all the band sluts. And he fucked all the band sluts. No, I don't think he and had sex fla- with any band ladies. And the fla- and the flag sluts. And then he was he also... Did, actually, I asked him that because he said... He said he joined flag because he thought that's how you could get the ladies in flag. And he's like, I didn't get to sleep with any of them. 
<laughs> he probably smelt his predatory from a mile away. <laughs> and then he ended up enjoying flag. <laughs> My husband's fucking weird and he'll do anything for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no way you could change a man as much as you changed him if you weren't slinging your pussy as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just got lucky you were a whore. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, into some weird shit, too. Yeah. Which, like, wasn't even on his radar. Like, he was in, like, cool with just vanilla. Like, he's down to just pump it in and do his thing for, like, 30 minutes. I think anybody's like that, though. Yeah. And then I opened his eyes. And it got weird. <laughs> it didn't get weird. It just got very graphic. <laughs> you just can't keep your toys and sex objects and <laughs> fluids localized. No, or, it's got to be fun. Or else why do it if it's going to be boring? Well, I mean, it's almost like you like the invitation of everybody from everybody. Yeah. With as much shit that you leave out and expose everyone to. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a little weird because now we're like family and most of the people who have experienced what I've experienced are family. So, Vanessa, we're, we're trying to like not keep it in the family, you know? What are you talking about? You don't want me to tell you about my sexcapades? No, I want to know, but like we're not that family. But like, I also... Because we're not sleeping together? No, what? Uh, it's like your father has seen almost all of your dildos because they're always out. Oh, my parents have never seen any of that stuff. Your dad saw it the last time he was, not the last time, but the time before he was here. You had it out on your counter. And your homekeepers have seen all your... My dad's never been like in my room. What are you talking about? Your dad never saw your dildo? No. I swear you told me he's seen your sex toy. Uh-uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, your housekeeper's seen all your sex yes, toys. and she cleaned it. I, I didn't know that! I don't think she knew what she was touching, to be honest. Oh, my God. They're, they're like, Hispanic, Christian, older. I don't think she knew. This is artistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's Picasso. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> her predatory behavior... <laughs> Oh, let's get back to Jalissa. Okay, so, sorry, Jalissa. I'm Jalissa, 25 years old, Pennsylvania. I've been grooming for six years, and I love what I do. But not the things that come along with the dogs. Nightmare owners. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's get this bitch going. Ooh, yeah, the owners are the worst. Great. Yep. This lady called me my number to make an appointment for her Maltese. Wait, I your asked, personal number or your work number? Uh, it says my number. Huh. Uh, this lady called me my number to make an appointment for her Maltese. I asked if she had been to me before, and she said yes. I just love the way you do him. Okay, cool. What's your name? And once she said her name, I knew she was and remembered she was a little out there, <laughs> but nothing I can't handle. My mother-in-law used to groom her sweet baby and handed him over to me roughly a year ago. Not for any particular reason. She makes the appointment. It's on a Monday. Friday, she calls to double-check the time. Then Monday morning calls. She calls to say that she has an appointment and her neighbor's cat is loaded with fleas and she's been bathing her dog over uh, every other day to avoid the fleas. Okay, that's not good, but whatever. 
I wasn't going to talk to her. Uh, Does that even work? I don't know. I wasn't going to talk. I wasn't going to. Uh, I wasn't going to talk to her about it on the phone when she was due in, to come in in like five ten minutes. When she showed up, my mother in law and I were talking about the dog on my mother in law's table that had been dropped off and went straight in the tub. You're like talking in run on sentence. That's how it's written, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. By the way, she just found out what a run-on sentence was. No, I know what a run-on sentence is. There's no pronunciation. That's not necessarily what a run-on sentence is. It's just a thought not broken up, but that doesn't mean it needs a, a uh, punctuation. It doesn't. Not all the time. It could be certain words. Or it could okay, be new well, sentences. Maybe just slow it down, because I'm trying to follow. Okay. My mother-in-law was saying that fleas must be bad this year because lots of customers have been calling for flea baths. I was in the middle of sweeping 15 minutes earlier. I had sprayed the floor and was just uh, just in case, like I always do. When I realized she walked in, so of course I said, let me finish sweeping this and I'll be right there. I then walked to the front to do a quick rundown, and the dog looks like he had just started to grow out. I hadn't done the dog in almost six months, so I figured she went elsewhere or did it herself. And again, she tells me about her uh, bathing him and that her neighbor's apartment um, and their cats are loaded with fleas. She does not want her dog to get fleas. None of us do. I explained that I have never had that happen, and we take specific measures to ensure that it wouldn't happen. She was worried, but which is totally understandable. So, like, she was concerned that she was, her dog was going to get fleas from... Her neighbors. But also you at the salon? Because that's what it sounds like she's implying. Like, her neighbor's cat has fleas, but then she's afraid that you're going to give her fleas? If she's so worried, then she needs to put her dog on prevention. Right? Um, so she was worried, which is total, uh, totally understandable, but come on, lady. So we go over the haircut, the face, the ears, the body, the feet, etc. Checkmark, got it. I'll give her a pickup time and she leaves. She calls me when she left uh, to tell me again, please be nice to my baby. I hate it when people say that. Why yeah. leave your pet with someone you don't trust. Just for that. Maybe it's just I'm me. Beat the shit out but of it's not dog. just you. It's it's the same for yeah. me. Like if you feel or question, I'm not gonna question you back. If you don't feel comfortable with me, I don't. I've told people that. I was like, I'm if not you offended. don't feel comfortable leaving your dog, because I've had people like really like insinuate that I'm gonna do something, and I'm like, here. If you feel that I'm gonna hurt your dog, then you should take your dog back and go somewhere else. Yeah. Because I don't need that shit. I'm not offended. I just... I'm not offended either, but... Yeah, I'll get irritated, like, the appointment. But, like, I'd rather not have the heartache. Exactly. Go away, then. If I'm not your flavor, I'm not your flavor. Exactly. Dip out. Um, I still said, absolutely, your boy is in good hands. I get him in the tub, and I didn't see any fleas, but he had very little flea dirt. He had some flea dirt on his booty. She showed up for pickup and said, oh, my God, he looks fantastic. When she looked over him and... uh, She looked over him and left... I get a call on Wednesday from her asking me to take his face shorter. She didn't realize it was that long. Okay, cool. Not a problem. That seems reasonable, like, amount of time. Like, it's that Wednesday. 
Yeah. So I'm assuming it was Monday or whatever. Yeah, it was Monday. You said it was Monday. So that's fine. Yeah, it's too, like If she's a coming day. in, that's fine. No, yeah. not, not a problem. Um, she didn't realize it was too long. Okay, cool. Come on over. Uh, free, of course. She comes in Friday mid-fucking-day. No. Yeah. I was, ex- I, uh, I wasn't expecting her. Um, I was expecting her Thursday in the morning, and, um, that's when she says she would be there. Whatever. I still do it. She says, much better, much better. Thank you for working with me. Uh, working me in. No problem. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh my god, this was during a holiday? What the fuck? What? That's, you have a lot of patience. Yeah. The following Tuesday, I go in and my mother-in-law says, some woman called and left a message on my phone, uh, said that she needed to speak to the owner. My mother-in-law tells me her name and all I'm thinking is, what the fuck does she want me to fix now? I call her and this is how the conversation went. Hello. Hi, name. This is Jalissa. What's going on? I wanted to speak to you, uh, speak to the fucking owner, not you. (gasps) I am the owner. I groomed your dog. You called me for an appointment. Is something wrong? Duh, I have a complaint. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, you can hold the tube there. Right? My dog has fucking fleas from your business. I'm sorry, name. Did not leave here with fleas. It is possible he picked them up somewhere else um, this last week. That's not possible. He is, an, he is not an outside dog. You gave my dog fucking no. fleas. It's your fault. I heard my mother-in-law talking about how the dog before mine had fleas, so I know you gave them to him. Oh. Uh, what a bitch. I'm she sorry eavesdropped to a conversation. he has fleas, but I can assure you that they're not uh, from my fa- uh, facility. Don't call me a liar, bitch. There was <gasps> hair on the floor when I got there. I was crawling with fleas. It was crawling with fleas. You don't know for a fact that he didn't get them from there. Name. If your dog had fleas when he left, I would have seen them. It's been a week since he's been here. He could have gotten fleas anywhere. I told you to pick him up, and he had flea dirt on his bottom, but no fleas on him. I took care of the flea dirt. He was shaved with a five blade. No, you wouldn't have seen them. I'm going to give you two options. I want a refund or I will write the nastiest review on your page and you will never get another client again after I'm <laughs> done with you. your words hold so much weight. Exactly. And you can't block that shit anymore. Come on. Social right. media is not like that anymore. Let's be serious. Get out of here. Right? Okay, I'm sorry to hear that you were upset. If you feel the need to write a review, then you are more than welcome to. So you're not going to refund me my grooming appointment? No. Nope. How low of you? I am a customer. I am right. No, you're not. I am. I'm looking forward to reading your review, and I will wish you the best of luck with your dog's future grooming needs. Maybe you should tell my mother-in-law what you are doing and how you are treating me. I hope you have a great fucking Thanksgiving. <gasps> or have you? Sorry, I, re- I was <laughs> like, I hope she did. I read the, I read the wrong sentence, but uh, you said, "I uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, fuck you, bitch. Click. Sorry, I superimposed those uh, <laughs> two sentences, but also got excited that you said that. The only thing I can think of is this bitch is uh, this bitch is fucking sh- uh, shit out of it. 
She's a straight whack job. I know her dog wouldn't have left my shop with fleas. I take pride in my art, and I would never give someone the chance to throw dirt on my name. My reputation in town is too good to throw away over a dog who's probably has fleas. (laughs) But yeah, that's one crazy story. It's long, but hopefully uh, it's worth the read. Oh, I still have yet to see a review. (laughs) Laugh my ass off. (laughs) Probably because the dog didn't have fleas. She probably heard that conversation and got the opportunity or thought about the opportunity of calling and complaining to try and get a free room. Yeah, she's just being a bitch. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know what? She was saying, like, stuff that the cat next door wouldn't stop having fleas, and she's constantly using flea bath on the dog. That dog is gonna die of a toxic fucking overdose. Yeah, its hair wasn't growing, so... Chemical overdose. I, either way, I mean, she's an idiot, so... She but, sounds like it. Yeah. You should have said, fuck you, ho. <laughs> should have. And by the way... Go fuck yourself. Right? But, all right, guys. Well, that is it for us. Um, so, we are out till next time. Send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Or you can go on to our website, and which you can find on our Facebook, um, and put your send your stories through there. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. You can tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. That is our last story or stories. So if you'd like to hear more stories for our next episodes, um, please send those in. We always love reading your guys' stories. So send them, send them, send them. All right, bye. Your toes are gross. <laughs>